welcome to this talk from Emmaus Road, a church with congregations in Guildford and Woking in the UK. To find out more about who we are and what we're up to, please visit us online at EmmausRoad.com. Thank you so much, Pete and Emma. So I'm here in the Lighthouse with Eric and Rebecca Jesperson. These guys are our amazing uh, heads of social transformation here at Emmaus. And this is the Lighthouse, but probably not like anyone has seen it before. And we'll come to that in just a second. But we're aware that over the last kind of 10 months of lockdown, uh, we've seen incredible growth within our social transformation work that these guys have been leading. And so we wanted to take some time this Sunday to talk a little bit about everything that has been happening. Uh, and so here we are. Uh, and so Eric and Becca, so lovely to be with you this morning. So um, Great to have you here. So here we are in the lighthouse, uh, aware that loads of people will know what the lighthouse is, but very quickly, what is the vision behind this space? Really, the vision is like a big family home. Mm. Um, we want people to come in and just experience the incredible welcome of the Father. And so although we run different projects here, everything happens in a way that's relational, that's accepting, we want people to have a place to belong. So that's that's really the whole heartbeat and the kind of ethos of the place. And, uh, you know, we... I love getting feedback. You know, one woman walked in and just said, seemed like there were these invisible arms that just hugged wow. me. You know, what, what's that? And we believe that it's a place that's just marked by the Father's heart, marked by his presence. And so that's, that's really what it's about, people coming home, coming into the family of God, tasting and seeing the goodness of God in a very tangible wow. way. Amazing, and so I know that ten months ago, when the whole country went into lockdown, you guys were forced, along with everyone else, to lock your doors. Um, that must have been hard, but aware at the time when there's maybe a greater need than ever, this place had to shut. But I know that you have actually been busier than ever. Tell me a little bit around how that kind of lockdown started and, and what you've been up to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The first thing was just really the heartbreak of closing our doors it felt so painful to to close the doors and not be available in that way but you know through leaning into god and praying and and being envisioned we were able to adapt and adjust as a team um, our incredible volunteer uh, came together and, and we were able to to come up with different ways of, of engaging with people really in a, in a way in a wider geographic sphere and so God has done so much in this time. Mm, absolutely yeah so as Eric said um, really at the lighthouse we, we exist to connect people in, in a real way to God's love wow. and um, so we just had to really creatively respond to keeping that connection, maintaining that con connection, didn't we? So we did that through things like um, going online with uh, Zoom workshops wow. that are all about um, caring for mental health and well-being and soul care. Um, and then I think you mentioned, didn't you, the deliveries, all, all the, um, the food bank emergency parcels and the jigsaw, um, which is the essential supplies for children and babies. Um, that all went to home deliveries, yeah. um, and the, I mean, the ask has what, 
tripled. I mean, it, it was really? enormous. Yeah, wow. yeah, the increase of the ask. And as Eric said, we we've had a further reach as well, haven't we? So it's gone from yeah. Woking and Guildford to really across Surrey, wow. which is is quite wonderful. We're really, really celebrating is. that. That's amazing. Yeah, Energy. and we're still hearing stories from people in the local authority and at, um, some of the care services and that. This like. These guys, the Love Your Neighbour Fund and the guys involved in that, it's just incredible the help and the difference it made to families. And, uh, you know, in council meetings, it gets talked about, we get wow. feedback, like this is this message around the table is, isn't this incredible, this response that this church has made to the pandemic? So, uh, yeah, amazing. That's so good. Amazing. And so this space is the winterland that you have created and it's part of everything that you're going to be doing through December. Um, tell us a little bit around what the kind of vision is for this space as it is now and also some of the plans that you have through the Christmas period. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we have literally created like a little mini Narnia here. Um, this happened only last week. The whole team came together um, for many days and many hours to put this, make this happen as you can see. The <laughs> So it's like 20, 20, 22? Yeah. It is 22. 22 Christmas trees. Christmas trees, yeah. <laughs> so we've got 19 along here creating a forest, and then there's two 10-footers wow. as you enter the, the, the room. And really the, um, the idea behind that, we've talked about creating beautiful spaces for people, and mm. so we're going to have a lot of people coming through the building to collect things for Christmas, wow. the Christmas care packages and Christmas kindness, and so we just went all out creatively to do something that was beautiful, beautiful experience for people coming in. Wow. So that's the sense of these people who've been referred to you, and that's so right. instead of just giving them uh, a care package, they yeah. get to experience something as a family and then get a care exactly. package at the end. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm also right in thinking that you're going to be making this space available for some of the Amaze families as well. Absolutely. People to say yes. that's so fun. Yeah, Sam Ray's been working really hard at um, setting that up so they can come in with, with children and experience experience some of those, the little treasure hunt for, for animals and a little word search and that as they go around and experience the wonder of it. So really encourage families to come along and that's enjoy it. So good. Oh yeah, we're really excited to share it, yeah, people to come and experience it. That's awesome. So the, the details of that are on mayfair.com slash Christmas alongside everything else that we're doing for Christmas. That's so good. And yeah. so what else is part of this Christmas kindness campaign that you're running? What else are, are you up to? Well, yeah. oh sorry, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so eager, we're talking about it all the time, aren't we? There's yeah. lots of things happening. We'll just share or one or two. I mean, one new thing that we, we're doing this year um, is, let me just think, so it's called Bags of Comfort and Cheer. There we nice. go. Bags of Comfort and Cheer. And inside a bag of Comfort and Cheer is a snuggly blanket and um, chocolate and twinkly Christmas lights and something smelly for the bath and a message of hope. And those have been designed especially to go out to people who will be on their own on Christmas Day wow. as a, something to open, um, something for all the senses. And they will also receive a, like a Christmas dinner as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, and particularly want those to go out to the elderly and um, also into Surrey University. Mike's organising, he's, he's getting a holiday there, isn't he, for mm. students who will be there for Christmas wow. at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, so we're so aware that 
people, this is such a different Christmas, isn't mm. it? It is a strange Christmas. And, uh, and so again, coming back to that word of hope, just injecting that into Christmas for people, whether it's by coming here and having a wonderful experience as they collect parcel, or making what they experience at home something that's just that little bit brighter and filled with the, the love of God in, in a very tangible, tasty, smelly way. <laughs> And I'm right in thinking, because you told me just before this interview, that you're on track to deliver over a thousand of these care packages through December. Indeed, indeed. Across all the different things we're doing. I mean, Jigsaw have their their whole reach, don't they? Mm. Uh, with toys and essential supplies for, for children and babies. And then, um, as I said, there's, there's Christmas meals going out and food, Christmas food, parcels from the food bank. There's many things, aren't there? Yeah. yeah. So as the church is praying for you, there's this sense that hundreds of families are going to walk through this space yeah. in December yeah. and experience care and the love of God. So just be praying that as they come into this space that they will encounter yes. not just care, but also you know, the good news of Jesus. Absolutely. That's, and in all our packages, there'll also be invitations to our services, the Emotory services, and this message of hope. Amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. And so thinking back a little bit, in May, we had Alan Scott uh, come and speak to us. And in the middle of lockdown, when everything felt like it was closed, he gave us this prophetic word that there was going to be an acceleration in Emmaus of prayer and compassion. Prayer and compassion. And, um, And actually, we're seeing that, aren't we? We're seeing, you know daily prayer, you know, so many people joining in this upsurge of prayer. But he also prophesied over the church, and specifically what you guys are doing, that there's going to be this acceleration of compassion. And um, it feels like that's already happening. Tell us a little bit around, you know, what happened straight after Alan gave that word. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a curious thing, as you say, in a time when you feel like maybe we'd be doing less, that actually God was saying, do more. It's the, the reverse kingdom, <laughs> isn't it? The upside downness of it all. And that's what we've seen, just doors starting to open. Uh, one of the big ones was uh, we were approached by HDB Church, uh, saying that there was a government fund that had been unlocked and that they wanted to gather churches who had a similar heart to make a meaningful impact at this time. Um, would they come together to apply for this fund and uh, and really try and, and make a huge difference? So we've done that, and um, that's you know we've talked a little bit about it over the preceding weeks, but that has taken what we do to a very different level, a lot of expansion as we've done that, and even part of our whole Christmas offer where we're giving out a lot more, doing a lot more, is part of of that. Um, they call them that particular campaign, Love Christmas. And it's just about the idea that you know, lots of churches are doing beautiful, amazing things across the country, often a little bit isolated and disconnected. And if we could just come together and join that message up together, and uh, almost like bringing all those little lights into one and bring a national message of hope and the love of God being expressed, um, the, the ambition is that there would be a million care packages given wow. by the people of God in the country um, this Christmas. And, uh, and it's things like that, that just joining in the sense of, of a huge expansion that's happening. 
around us. Amazing. That's amazing. So uh, this kind of movement of church unity, the government giving money, and a million care packages given, given by the kind of the church across Britain as part of that. And so I know that this involves some match funding. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, the whole setup is that the government is is offering a match funding opportunity. So um, anything that we as a church, as a mayor, can give to that is then matched by this government grant. So um, we we would love people to connect with that. And over the coming months, uh, beyond Christmas, uh, we've got all sorts of new things planned. We're launching, we've just launched an employability project called Launchpad, uh, appropriately named, and it's helping people back into work who have been impacted by COVID. Um, we've got a new money advice center that's launching again, that's uh, being kind of kick-started by the, this funding. Uh, we've expanded our food bank warehouse. We've got this beautiful new warehouse that's more than double the size of what wow. we had before. And, uh, and so we're, we're really being able to push out and extend through this. And, and we're, we're just eager as a church to, to give that opportunity for people to give into that much funding so that we can do so much more over the coming months. Amazing. And so I think that we've actually got a clip of that brand new uh, food warehouse that you yeah. talked about. And so uh, this is amazing. Take a look at this. that the new food warehouse is just one of the different ways that we're seeing everything grow. The, the food warehouse is giving out double what it was this time last year. And so we've talked around this HTB match funding that's coming from the government. And in just a second, I'm going to hand back to Pete and Emma in the studio, and they're going to explain how to give to that match funding. But just to tell you, the total budget for everything that we are planning to do through social transformation is 290,000. And so with the match funding, the government has agreed to give 145,000 of that. And so we are needing to fundraise another 145,000. And the different areas that this will impact are food, as we've talked about, uh, financial and debt advice, uh, employment support, uh, the Christmas kindness campaign, uh, mental health and well-being for vulnerable women, support for families in crisis through Jigsaw, um, homeless rehousing support and community meals for the homeless, lonely and vulnerable. So a number of amazing initiatives that we need to raise money for. And so like I said, just a second we're going to hand back to Pete and Em, who are going to explain exactly how to do that. But before they do, uh, I'm aware that lots of people would have been listening and so excited about everything that, that is happening here. So if they're thinking they'd love to get involved, uh, can you tell us a couple of ways that people could do that? Absolutely. Uh, three simple ways. Pray, serve and give. Pray, pray for all that's happening. Um, 
pray and ask God how you can get involved. You know, what, what is he asking of you to do? So pray, serve, with love help distributing some of these parcels. And many people get to come into this space, but we're also going to need to deliver to people's homes. So uh, we're raising up an army of people who would be willing to do that. Uh, the Love Your Neighbor team are getting involved in that. So sign up for that team and help us take things to people's doors. So pray, serve, and then the last one is give. We'd love you to prayerfully give financially into this campaign to enable us to do that. And so if people want to serve, then just go to emmausroad.com slash loveyourneighbor and within the give help section uh, in the Love Your Neighbor part of the website, you can find out ways that you can get involved and serve time. And in just a minute, like I said, we're going to hand back to P and M in the studio. But before we do that, I'd love to just pray for you guys and everything that's happening. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this incredible acceleration that we are seeing around our social transformation work. Lord, we thank you for the work of Eric and Rebecca and the countless volunteers and team who give of their time and their money to see the good news of Jesus come. And so God, uh, as so many people come into this space, particularly through December, we ask that your presence would be here, would they encounter the love and comfort and goodness of God, that, that warm hug that Eric talked about, Lord Jesus, we pray they would all experience something that they can't understand straight away and would discover you. In your mighty name, amen. 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 Thank you.